You're listening to a 3CR podcast created in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au. Amazed at what I am I say what I think That the company stinks Yes, I'm a union man When we meet in the local hall I'll be voting with them all With a hell of a shout It's out, brothers, out And the rise of the company's fall Oh, you Welcome to the Fire Up Show on 3CR, brought to you by the Plumbers Union. I've got the Thailand branch of the Plumbers Union here, Simon Jewell. How are you, Simon? Morning, Killer. How are you? Morning, boys. Not bad. What's news? Oh, plenty of news. Um, look, industry's back open and running. Up and running. So, um, yeah, fantastic news for all the members that have been sitting at home for the last couple of weeks. That's what we wanted. Including ourselves, a bit of isolation for the boys that were caught down there at the amongst the CMFU protest uh, a couple of weeks ago. So... Most of the organisers were caught up in that and uh, had to isolate for uh, 14 days, but yeah. we're up and about now. That was a pain in the ass, wasn't it? It certainly was. We've got uh, a couple of young mad... Uh, I've got to be careful about my wording and slip into the sort of lingo that we normally speak about, but Marcus Pickles, we've got you here. Champion, how are you, mate? Good, mate. Cheers, killer. Thanks, boys. Thanks for having me. It's my first show, so... Really pleased to be here. We're popping your cherry, mate. For sure, for sure. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, going well. <laughs> yeah. Um... Mark, we've got Rusty here over to my left. Rusty Champion, anyway, mate. Yeah, g'day, Killer. How you going? G'day, boys. Good to see you. Good to be back. Hey? Always good to have you here, mate. Yeah. It is. Mm. Bit of normality. Yeah, all right. Uh, you two, we'll start with you two. Mark, we'll start with you. What, what's happened? What job are you on? I, I don't even know. So. No, it's all right, Killer. So I'm at Richmond Quarter, so I just a job out in, uh, in Richmond, obviously, on the corner of Church and Bridge. Mm. So I've got four towers, um, got a Coles underneath, got some offices, so a fairly big project. Um, and yeah, obviously with the restricted numbers, we're down to twenty five percent. The structure's topped out, so we've got, still got quite a few members on site, which has been good. So who's a builder there, mate? Hayser. Uh, Hayser. So, oh yeah, Hayser. I think it's one of the bigger jobs I've done. So they're sort of winning quite a bit of work at the moment, and um, they've been really good to work for so far. And who, who are you actually working for? So Wilson. So Wilson's doing the sanitary out there. Uh, I've got Fox Fire doing the fire. Really, really good company. Uh, LSR uh, and Industry Roofing. Oh, yeah. um, so first time I've worked with industry. Hey, he's a good fellow. Grant. Yeah. Grant, yeah. Yep. Um, big, big man, isn't he? Big, big man, he is, for sure. <laughs> We've also got AJ Baker and son. They're doing the brief trips there as well. Yeah, right. Been a great company to deal with as well. So, um, yeah, it's a big learning curve, but going well. Thanks, mate. How long have you been a steward now for? Uh, this is my second job. So yeah, right. Previously, so I was on a multiplex job, Paragon. So oh, was, yeah? Yeah, 49 stories in the city, so... So you've started off on a couple of really nice jobs. A couple of good jobs, exactly. Mate, you might as well jump in the deep end the shop steward, might you? Like, yes, you know, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For sure, so... Um, hang on. Yeah, right. Uh, Rusty, Rusty, welcome back. What do you got for us, mate? Oh, Where are you working? What are you doing? Um, I've just been at home for a little bit now. Um, obviously, you know, it is what it is. Um, 
it happens, and uh, it's a part of being a union official delegate, uh, shop steward. Um, obviously, there's always breaks in between jobs from next one to next one, depending on if you're um, with another company or starting out with another company. So, yeah, that's the go. Um, Billy Ramsey's obviously out there. I'll send a cheerio to him last time. I got in a bit of trouble for not doing that. But, anyway. <laughs> but, but um, yeah, send out a cheerio to big bad Billy Ramsey and uh, all that sort of thing. And, yeah, he's out there. He's going to get me a, another job shortly. And, uh, obviously, we'll take it from there and all that sort of jazz. And at the end of the day, um, I've just been at home looking after the little one and, obviously, my wife. She's had enough of me. She's, she's about to call Billy herself and tell me... <laughs> and say to him, when is he going to go back to work? He's driving me absolutely nuts. So, But anyway, I'll keep doing that, keep driving her nuts, and yeah. So, hang on, just I'll pick up on something there. You, you, you've got a young baby, haven't you? Yeah, correct, yeah. What, what, how old's your young baby now? Uh, a boy, yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, he's a, he's a good little fella. Oh. And, uh, one year and two months. Yeah, beautiful. So, yeah, he's getting along, and he's just started to pick up a bit of attitude, and he screams at his mum now, which I think is hilarious. Yeah. So, but he doesn't give me a hard time. He only gives his mum a hard time. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Mate, yeah, the thing I love about you both, you, you're, you're part of this next wave that's coming through. You know, the young, mad guns or... Yeah, next-gen, yep. Parasites, the son. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, a union, you can't get stuck with us old blokes. You, you, you've got to... You know, things need to, you know, they evolve all the time. And, you know, I mean, the industry changes. And, you know, when I came in the industry, it's a different industry now. But um, the good thing is that you young folks, you know, sort of um, helping the union and, and doing what you do, um, it's nice to see you here and it's nice to have you, I've got to say. Oh, backbone of the union, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the one thing you learn in the union, that, that it's a team environment. You, you, you can't do everything on your own. And we've had people in the past year that have tried to do everything on their own and, you know, they've often come unstuck. So... Anyway, welcome to you both. Nah, thank um, thanks, Kelly. Thanks, Simon. Cheers. All right, so we're back at work, Simon. Back at work, and look, um, 25%. Honestly, uh, Tuesday was a soft start. Uh, the jobs I went to, there wasn't um, there wasn't many there at all. There was plumbers there. Um, form workers didn't seem to be there on the Tuesday. They uh, slowly um, turned up yesterday, uh, but not in the full capacity as we've seen. Uh, you know, obviously in the past when things were up and up and running at full strength. Um, yeah, majority of their jobs had things spot on. Uh, obviously, the amenities are back open. They were a big concern before we um, we locked down. Um, the members were very, very frustrated with the way the government uh, or the um, health department shut, shut down the amenities, bang, without any consultation with us. So we've had good dis discussions with um, those involved and uh, convinced them to keep the uh, the, uh, the sheds open, which was which is good. So um, everyone out there knows what sort of industry we work in. We work in the, the, the dust and the, the mud and um, stuff like that, and we need facilities to sit down and have our lunch. It's not like we're in a sanitary environment, or a sanitised environment, I should say, like other uh, occupations. Um, our boys uh, do it hard out there, covered in uh, silica dust at, at the best of times and, and stuff like that. So we do need clean, um, sanitised environment to sit down and, you know, that the boys can have some smoke. So. We do. But the, the, the jobs have got sort of, well, they've been forced to ha adopt pretty, um, you know, stringent checks and, you know, wiping down, like, and all that sort of stuff, haven't they? So the, hopefully COVID... Well, the majority of the, the builders were playing their part in that and and, the, and us, were, um, as far as the staggered uh, smoke starts and stuff like that, we all played our part in it. There was a couple of builders that had let, let the, the, the whole industry down, but the majority of the builders were doing the right thing and all our members seemed to be doing the right thing prior to them shutting the sheds down. I know I think on one of your jobs, 
uh, on your job, Pickles? Is that where we had a bit of an outbreak? Yeah, we had a, had a few cases on my job, um, which was obviously a pretty confronting thing for all of us involved in the safety committee. Um, but we did have the processes in place that allowed us to, to track that, isolate it, and it was um, stripped to a very small group on site. So, so, so you just had to go and uh, get tested and that sort of yeah, thing? Yeah, so we, we were um, informed by the builder. The, the builder actually did a, a lion's share of the contact tracing, which is really good on HACER. Um, we all had to go into isolation for two weeks, all got tested. Fortunately enough, no plumbers had COVID. Um, they were same FU members, um, and then a few of them had taken it home to their families. So... Obviously, a really, really hard thing to go through, but it was as the industry locked down. So it was sort of one of those things that it was a... The industry got locked down, and then we found out that we had a case. So yeah, right. it, it was one of those things. But in regards to the ventilation and stuff, Ellis Air, they came in a little bit early. They came in on the Monday, yep. did a fantastic job with the ventilation. It is a little bit noisy. Um, the doors are open, all those kind of things. But I think the fact that the boys can keep working, it's, uh, you, you will deal with a little bit of noise um, and just be able to have your smoke out. Well, I think that's the thing, isn't it? Uh, you know, I was talking to Billy Jovanovsky yesterday, and he said that the blokes are just really happy to be back at work. So when you listen to the media and you listen to all the, the carry-on about those idiots in the street out the front of the CFMU, you know, and they got a bit of media and that sort of thing, the truth of it is that people are just wrapped and thankful to be back. You know, 99% of our membership are... Absolutely. And look, this has been going on for nearly two years now, Keller, and all we've ever yeah. done is fight to keep the jobs open, struggle to keep the jobs open um, day in, day out, and um, we've kept, done a pretty good job of keeping the jobs open, and there was a, definitely a, a minority of blokes 18 months ago that wanted the industry shut. Um, so you get all sorts, mate. We can't please everyone, and it's definitely a minority that are, you know, are um, causing the, the hot air. I think it's, Dan Andrews has got a bunch of people telling him don't open everything up, and I, I think um, it, you know, it's a good thing. I mean, we've we've been able to chat with his staff and, and get a bit of leverage happening and get things open. Because ultimately, we we don't want our members going broke at home. We want them at work. And we, you know, we'd love fifty percent, but twenty five percent to start, and we take it from there. Um, so the folks are happy. Well, one thing I will mention on one of the jobs uh, first thing Tuesday morning that we we sorted out that the one of the builders tried to put um, the safety reps. Uh, and the Peggy's in a position to check uh, blokes' vaccinations and blokes' um, uh, tickets, uh, well, health tickets, I'd say. So uh, our blokes don't, won't be checking anyone's vaccination um, uh, requirements. Um, that's up to the, uh, the contractor and the subcontractor. So, boys, if you're out on any jobs uh, where the shop steward or the health rep or whatever, or the Peggy's um, actually uh, sitting there checking tickets when you walk in the, or certificates when you walk in the job, it's, it's not on. It's up to management to, to check those things. 100%. That's management's job. It's not our job. We come to work and work. Yeah. Make sure the job's safe. But as far as being the copper at the gate, no. uh, that's management. No. Thanks, but no thanks. Yeah. Um, isolate. Anything else? Uh, as far as the yeah, well, look, it's every day is a new day. As far as we you know, we're just baby steps getting the industry open at this stage. So um, I'm sure once the majority of the form workers and uh, the CMFU um, labourers are back, and we're, we get a, uh, hopefully we get up to 100% uh, capacity shortly. I mean, all the infrastructure jobs seem to be at 100%, but um, we're just striving to get uh, 100%. Um, that's well, our own, isn't it? Yeah, that's well, our own. Well, you're 100% right, Simon. At the end of the day, we've been industry leaders from the very start. Obviously, all the other industries have been asking how we did it for the last 18 months before, mm -hmm. obviously, all the safety measures that have been put in place uh, by unions, obviously, to keep everyone safe. And um, at the end of the day, I mean, we've been open for 18 months. 
all the other industries have been closed, which is a bit sad for them. But in saying that, we've got the highest regard of safety as far as with uh, the air ventilation, obviously, has been put in place, as Pickles spoke about before. You know, the, it gets replaced every 12 hours, I'm led to believe, with the new ventilations, new mm -hmm. safety measures, all that sort of thing. And, um, you know, going forward, the doors, the windows, all that sort of stuff are open. I mean, all you need to do is look at the news with the schools. The schools are doing it too as well. Obviously, they've um, got the VCE kids coming back. They're having the windows and doors and, and air, air ventilation and all that sort of thing. Obviously, we've got the air purifier systems reticulating air as well, which is another, which is another system that's been put in place. Um, obviously, as far as the vaccination card, as you said, Simon, we're not, we're not um, our delegates, union officials, whatever you want to call us, we, we don't check those sort of things. It's in the safety guidelines on the coronavirus site that obviously it's up to the principal contractor to check that. Not, not, you know, it shouldn't be our responsibility. No, the, it the, isn't. the only cards we check are the union cards. And, uh, <laughs> look, um, as far as the invoices uh, uh, go at the moment, we're a couple of weeks behind, and that's for a reason, because the boys haven't been at work. So we, there's a bit of grace there for, the, for you guys that uh, obviously... Uh, haven't got your invoices yet. Uh, we're just a couple of weeks' grace, so um, make sure you pay your dues, boys. Without the union, uh, no, you're in an awful spot. Well, no, yeah, you're right. Look, no pay rise. Oh, you know, I said it last on the last radio show, but I'll say it again. You know, nine-day fortnight, um, side allowance, portable sick leave, you know, all these wonderful little things. Like, all the kids coming in the industry now, they don't even know what portable sick leave is. And... and you know, people forget that the construction industry is really only one rung above fruit picking in the sense that, you know, you can be in work and you can be out of work. And, and thankful, thankfully to us unions, and, and I'm not talking me, I'm talking the people that were oh. here before me, yeah. um, did a really good job and implemented some great schemes like Incolink and, and healthy redundancy. So you're not stuffed when, uh, sadly, you're going to be out of work. And we've all been out of work at times, haven't we? Income protection, long service, oh. after seven years. Yep, snap yeah. a tooth, you get two grand. All that's, and ambulance cover. Yeah, ambulance cover. Yeah. Pay right. So, so why do you pay union dues? I mean, you know, why bother asking? Yeah, well, you're welcome to ask, but, you know, seriously. In actual fact, I've had a few phone calls this week already, uh, new members, so that's encouraging. That's right. Yeah, right. absolutely. Oh, that's yeah. good for the industry. Yeah. Um, I just, just think from on, on from that as well, guys, with the uh, services we do provide, we do have the Incolink there for the counselling as well. Oh, it's not yep. just available to you, it's available to your family. So yep. I understand a lot of a lot of people's partners have been sitting at home, their kids, either teenagers, so to speak, they can access Incolink as well. So we've got that service. Also ADA as well, which the union backs up, I know Earl backs up as well. Yep. Australian Australian Drug and Alcohol Association. A few of us have done courses through them as well. Really, really good service. So they've helped out a few people on site that I've referred as well. So don't be ashamed, go see your stewards. Your organiser, um, and we can pass on those details um, and get you in touch. Right? I'm going to post something on Facebook today about ADA, and I don't know that much about it to be honest. But they sent me an email yesterday, so we'll, um, we're going to keep pumping that, and uh, um, that'd be a good thing. Anyway, look, uh, we might go to a song, Simon. What, yeah, what pick, mate? What do you got? I've got. Uh, Back on the Chain Gang by the oh, Pretenders. Yeah, all right, thanks.
subject my world at night To a place in the past we've been cast out of oh, Now we're back in the fight We're back on the train
social catch-up, sort of just having a stubby over looking at each other, right? Uh, there was a few jokes getting told, as I said last time, with Joffer and all that, which was quite funny. Uh, he, adds, he adds a bit of light to the to the conversation in regards to his bets and all that sort of stuff. Um, we are looking at doing another one um, shortly um, in the near future. We'll just have to do, obviously, via Zoom again. Obviously, we've got all these instruments now as far as the technology goes that we can use now. So we're going to give it another crack uh, shortly. Obviously, if anyone wants to get involved, you can either contact myself or Herx. Um, you know, there is posts that have been put up on the Facebook and Instagram as well. Obviously, technology, once again, which is fantastic, those platforms that we use um, to post things on social media about what's coming up in the industry and so forth. Uh, our numbers are on that uh, are on Instagram uh, and on Facebook. So if you do... Uh, if you are interested, obviously, you can just call myself or Herx and uh, we can get you on there and obviously you can be a part of it. You know, it is fantastic. Um, a lot of the next-gen blokes that did just start off coming to the meetings when we were allowed to have meetings um, last year and so forth, um, you know, majority of them are delegates now or the ones that really wanted to be are, are delegates now. So that's what it's all about, OK? It's obviously about representing the industry. It's re about representing the union, your members, your mates, and all that sort of thing, and, and that's basically what we do. You know, there's a bit of a, a bit of love there between the next-gen boys. You know, we all look after each other. When one of us is down or out, you know, the other one will call. We're, we're very well connected like that. Um, we all make sure we check on each other, especially in the times and all that sort of thing. I know a few of the next-gen boys, uh, Pickles, you know, Herx, Nate, all the other boys, uh, David Neal, all that, We've, um, we call the older members, check up on them too and their own well-being, you know, that's, that's what we do. Um, and, you know, obviously going into the future, that we're going to be continuing on the process as far as getting more delegates and so forth through the next gen because it's all about the evolution, it's all about get, uh, being evolved and that's what we do. Isn't that right, Pickles? Yeah, 100%. Mate. I think it's, it's one of those things with the next gen, the effort you put in um, does come with something. Like, I remember the first next gen meeting that we had, um, and as Rusty said, I think we've had 12 stewards come out of it on some really, really big jobs. So I know I've put in the effort. I appreciate everything the union's done for me as well. And that's through the next gen. So if you are interested, yeah, as, as uh, Rusty said, give him or her a call and get involved. It's, uh, it's, it's a really, really great thing. And the support that you have around it through the older older boys um, is, is fantastic. So much appreciated. Well, you, you, can, you can just see how passionate you guys are. And um, if there's any young blokes that want to come to the meetings, you know, we're not going to bite your head off. It's not we're not intimidating at all. We make you feel welcome, or you guys in particular make the younger blokes feel welcome. And the more numbers we get, the stronger we become. So, no, you're really passionate about it. I love it. It's fantastic. Mm, that is good. It's a, it's a, look, Simon, you and I are a bit older. Um, a it's bit a different <laughs> vibe to when Rick came into the union. Like, it was, you know... Someone told me I look like Rex Hunt the other day. All right, look. Okay, gents. Um, we've posted some employment opportunities on our social media. Um, you know, we haven't done that before because normally it's word of mouth and, you know, we know who's who in the zoo. But, um, you know, look, there was one job I posted and uh, just put it out there because it was actually a gas position for gas maintenance. It's not an EDA. Uh, job, but I did get a call here, and given the fact that there's quite a few people not working at all at the moment, I, I just thought, look, we'll give it a go. It was 100 grand a year, you know, and I do know there's people desperate out there to feed their kids and do whatever, so um, I put it up, and I only got one resume for that. 
Oh, and he wasn't really suitable because he doesn't really do gas, so <laughs> that went nowhere. Worth a try. And, and yesterday I posted some others, um, some short-term positions in construction. So, um, look, if you if you um, there's instructions on our social media uh, to follow if you're keen on a um, a job if you're out of work. Um, and above all that, you can always call your organiser. You know, work out who the organiser is for you, for your area, wherever you live or wherever you want to work, and um, there's options there, isn't there? All the girls at the office will tell you what area uh, organiser. 100%. They do a good job, those girls, too, don't they? Absolutely. Under a bit of pressure, too. Um, just on jobs, a couple of good jobs coming up. A lot of social housing jobs coming up. Uh, so I suppose they're infrastructure jobs in some sort of way, uh, government government projects, and they're big jobs, big jobs. Uh, I've built, got one in Ashburton I visited yesterday, so 200 apartments. CDC got that, so that'd be a great job. Uh, another massive icon job uh, opposite Elsmick uh, Old Golf Course, um, that's social housing as well, and I believe there's one in Kensington and Footscray. So some big, big social housing jobs coming up. So those social housing is that a mix? Housing is that a mixture of um, social housing and, and public? Or what? What? I'm not 100 percent sure, mate. If I told you, I'd be telling a blow. Yeah, okay. No, I just believe what I was told yesterday. The one in Ashburton is definitely social housing. Um, the old commission housing, I suppose. I don't know if you can call it commission housing anymore. And uh, the icon, the jobs that icon have picked up a social housing as well. Right. So also, the boys down at the Valley, they'll be very happy to hear that uh, the Trelgan Hospital has started. Um, CDC have picked that up as well. Um, there's a couple of air conditioning companies left in the running, uh, Tier 1 companies, which is good to hear. Um, Built have got that. So all of the boys down the Valley, the old Valley Vultures, um, you'll uh, you'll be back at work shortly. Look, people talk about the Valley Vultures and that sort of thing. To be honest, I don't like it much because guess what? They are good unions down that way. Absolutely. They understand, you know... I'll start out with my tongue and my cheek. Yeah, look, like, <laughs> they've all got relatives that work, in, that work in those coal mines and things, and they understand the benefits of being in a union, as well as... I mean, you go up the Wimmera and it's pretty slim going, you know. I think the term the Valley Vultures come about because the jobs come and go. It's not always work down there, so they, when the big jobs come into town, the, that's all they've got, you know what I mean? So, and we've got a few members down that way, too. Yeah, um, good members. So, we've, as an organisation, we've got a bit of respect for the people down the Valley, you know, don't worry about that. Um, OK, we've had some political comings and goings. Um, our old friend Gladys Berejiklian has decided to part ways. Oh, Simon. Barbecue chicken. Oh, how sad, eh? What's she been up to? No good. Well, she's under investigation. She's got a few issues and decided to jump ship. Um, how do you rate her performance of 1 to 10? Gents? Yeah, she did a bit of an ordinary job with Sydney, that's for sure. So that's a one? Oh, I'm from New South Wales, so... Are you? Yeah, 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 from Byron Bay, and yeah, I think my parents just say, yeah, what are they doing? I think New South Wales politics in general under a Liberal government is just pretty ordinary. I think the guy that's replaced her could be potentially worse, so yeah. it's, um, I think it's a bit of a sorry state of affairs up there, but um, fingers crossed it can improve. I have heard that, that he is a bit more worse, so yeah, yeah going to be interesting times going ahead, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah, it is. No, I don't like what he stands for. He's, uh, anyway, so far he hasn't ticked any boxes. And locally, we've had a change of with the, at the Liberal Party here too. We've got Matthew, the lobster mobster himself. Oh, oh the back. lobster! <laughs> He's back for another shot, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. Showing his stupid little head again. So um, that's not ideal either. Look, yeah, gents. Well, I just think, yeah, Gladys, whatever. Dan was doing, she was doing the opposite, just out of spite at one mm -hmm. stage. It just seemed it was just, uh, they were just playing off each other, like, it just, it just out of spite. It was, um, 
terrible for a while. Those Liberal think. governments, they represent business and they don't represent we the oh, people. Yeah, and that's yeah. the difference down here. Dan's tried to do the right thing she's, by... She's not very well liked in the western suburbs of Sydney, let me tell you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they were treated a lot differently than the... Uh, the North, northern beaches and that, that, that sort of stuff. Mm, very ordinary. Yeah. Very. Anyway, um, close the door. Well, close the door. Don't close the door. We don't care. Good luck. See you later. Adios. Um, and Matthew Guy. Well, he won't last long. Um, Dan Andrews has had a couple of issues. The IBAC inquiry and the firefighters. I'll tell you what Dan Andrews has done. Let's just try and put decent uh, pay and conditions on the table for a bunch of hard-working people. And we endorse that, don't we? Yeah, well, it's a, it is a very um, strict industry. It is a very hard industry being a firefighter. You know, you've got to go put your, your body on the line, you know, go fight some fires and all that sort of thing. And at the end of the day, they're entitled to a good pay. But, you know, it's a very, very, as I said, strict industry as far as you can get hurt, just like our industry. And, you know, I'd take my hat off to them for getting the extra money for them. So... Essential services, isn't it? Like essential workers. Look at the nurses, you know. Supported by collective bargaining. Yeah. Yeah, mm. and the strain the nurses are under at the moment, unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Oh, we, all, we all know, must know a nurse, and they're, they're all struggle. So yeah, no, they're all tough yeah. All right, um, it's 6.58, so we're nearly out of here. Um, what do you want, the weather? No, uh, we've got Melbourne. Have, have one uh, well, another flag. How many is that? Two, oh, Melbourne, yeah, yeah, of course. And the There'll be a lot of happy Liberal voters, sadly. <laughs> <laughs> what about those two clowns that... Um, oh. <laughs> That uh, went to Darwin and then made their way to Western Australia. I think Australia. Bar in our South Garage. I think it says it all. It's uh, Hayden Burbank. His name is. Yeah, um, he got caught on the video, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, now he's sitting in the boob with uh, twiddling his thumbs, nothing to do. So, um, yeah, yeah. serves you right. Been there for a while too, when he's his mate. So. Sixteen degrees today. A couple of early showers. Um, that's just about time on us. Is there any last? Yes. Else? Just a cheerio to Andy too. Hope you're uh, on the men, mate. Yeah. Andy Wallace, good Yeah. Uh, just quickly, just thanks to Billy Jobber for letting me come on today. Really appreciate it. Had a great time. All right. Thanks yeah. very much. Thanks, See you later, boys. See you guys. Thank See you. ya. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.